Brandport Talk Sci-Fi Channel Zero The Dream Door presented by purefandom.com Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Fandom Podcast, Brad and Court Talk. I'm Brad. And I'm Court. Welcome to our breakdown for the latest installment of Sci-Fi's Creepy Pasta, Creepy Pasta, Creepy Pasta, one of them, <laughs> Channel Zero. Pasta. This time around, huh? Pasta. Pasta. See, but you, I had you saying pasta, so no, it I know, but I say pasta because I... Do you, but you're <laughs> copying and pasting the creepiness. You're pasting the pasta. <laughs> Uh, so we're back with Channel Zero. This time around, we're venturing beyond the dream door. And there are no dream warriors. There should be. Dream warriors. Every time I say it, I sing the song. Yeah. In my too. head. And then I see somebody getting smashed inside a TV. But anyhow. <laughs> Welcome to prime time, guys. Yes, true. <laughs> <laughs> Just want to remind everybody, check us out at purefandom.com. A lot of great writers over there. If there's a show movie you love, someone over there is writing something amazing about it. And Court, how can they get people reach us? Well, you can find me on Twitter at Jindev. He's Brad CB. Also, be sure to follow at Pure Fandom as well. Just keep up to date on the latest articles Devin posted. They have a lot of great things thanks to the new shows and returning shows that are now back. Uh, you can also check out Pure Fandom on Facebook. And Brad, do you know what else is on Facebook? Uh, there are groups on there about door appreciation. Really? Like door knockers? Like weird door knockers? No, they just like doors. Doors are like really cool. Yeah, if a door shows up in your basement, don't go down there. No, don't be stupid. <laughs> We're going to talk more about that later. But uh, also on Facebook, we have our Brad and Core Talk Pure Fandom Facebook group where we talk about everything under the sun. We can ramble on and we have a lot of great people who can do the same thing. Uh, so you can just drop by, let us know what you want to talk about, whether it be TV shows, music, movies. We're there for you, babe. Um, also, we have Brad and Court's uh, Van Helsing group. Uh, if you're not watching that show, check it out. They have the first two seasons available on Netflix and the third season just started. So it's a really great show and you want you want to see it. Go watch it. Yes. If you're watching the Mayans, we have our Watches of Anarchy group where um, we watched Sons of Anarchy for forever. And now um, we have that opened up again so that we could talk about the Mayans over there. So if you are a lover of MCs, go check that out. Oh, and if you like um, true crime and stuff like that and mysteries, uh, be sure to go over to purefandom.com. Check out the Pure Murders and Mysteries podcast that's going on there. Right, or just subscribe to the feed on iTunes. You'll get all that. Um, Was it for Pure Fandom? Yeah, seriously, just subscribe everything on Pure Fandom for on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever else you can find it, and you'll get everything that drops on there. It's mostly us (laughs) and some other people, but Mm -hmm. we do have like almost two hundred episodes out right now. So yeah, you get a little bit of everything over there. Someone's talking about the new Roswell that's coming out soon. I saw the first episode; it's amazing. Yeah, Comic Con, New York. And if it doesn't go for you, just wait until the next one. There's going to be something else that comes up. So absolutely. All right, what was this episode about? Oh wow! So this was we're already on season four. They've had different stories. First, we had uh, Channel Zero with the creepy dude with the teeth, right? the candle cove then we had no in house then we had butcher's block if you didn't if you see this is a good reason to follow us on uh facebook or twitter because i posted a bunch of pictures i took a picture with the the meat dude the meat servant oh yeah he was he really did. creepy i told you not to accept any barbecue or jerky from him yeah no jerky from them and no vampire jerky from van helsing so yay so we have now ventured beyond the dream door with this new creepy pasta story this was episode one season four 
Ashes on My Pillow. We should call it installment four because they're not really like if you missed the other three seasons, you don't have to worry because they're self-contained if you didn't already know. Well, it is installment four because Butcher's Block aired earlier this year. Yeah. So yep. this is actually the second one um, for this. Actually, I think the way they're coding it is this is the second season. Right. Basically. Um, and keep an eye up on uh, Pure Fandom because one of our fellow writers actually had a interview with the creator of Channel Zero. So we're going to put, we'll post or we'll pump that up as well um, once that, that comes out. Yep, we will. And did this opening of this episode not remind you of the kitchen in the No End House? Uh, kind of, sort of. They probably used kind of the same sets. Or similar sets. Well, the first thing I saw when I was sitting, I was like, that, that looked like the same house. I was like, but it's not. But it kind of, I it just brought back that feeling for me because I, you know, knew it was no end and channel. Yeah. End. So, <laughs> there we went. So this this one is based on the creepy pasta short story Hidden Door by Charlotte Bywater. Um, Channel Zero: The Dream Door follows newlyweds Jillian and Tom, who have each brought secrets into their marriage. When they discover a strange door in their basement, those secrets start to threaten their relationship and their lives, and that are their friends. Yeah, these kids have been together since like forever. Yeah, they were childhood friends. They had pictures together where they were on the swings and so cute and sweet. That was adorable. Yeah, and they grew up and fell in love. Right. Mom gave them the house as a wedding present and left all the crap downstairs. Yeah. And, I mean, they're doing renovations. So are they doing renovations so they can sell it or they're just doing a renovation so they're like, oh, this is our house now. Let's make some changes. I'm guessing they're doing renovations to, uh, you know, just clean it up and make it more hip and modern. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, no one. So, but if you're doing the renovations and you find that door in the basement, what are you doing, Brad? I am leaving if it wasn't there. Um, if I have to call Tracy downstairs and go, "Hey, honey, did you remember a door being in the wall at all, and, or a window, yeah, or anything?" Yeah, he, she says no. He, he, and he he grew up in that house. He took a picture and right. sent a picture to his mother, and she's like, "Yeah, that door has never been there." Yeah, check please. Well, <laughs> we're yeah. done. End of story. We're good. Let's just run it out. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, Airbnb. I don't weird door in the bottom. I don't know what happens. Let me know. It was a free house. <laughs> so, and there was a random pug in the basement. Yeah. See, did you catch your part where she said, Ooh, I had a stuffed animal that was a pug. He looks exactly like him. And he disappeared when I was five. Did oh, you catch that? No, I did, did not catch that? catch that. Yeah. No. Like there was just a pug in the basement. We don't know how he got in, but we're gonna adopt him now. Okay. And he just hangs out and does his thing. Okay. Yeah. I like that. I totally yeah. missed that part on that. I Yeah, and I'm I'm not pointing these things out to say I don't like this. Like I just think if it was me, I'd be gone. And a pug out of nowhere, he was adorable. No, I'm I'm no. No, no, it was creepy. <laughs> so t- Nick and Tosca and a company are doing their jobs. I'm creeped out. Oh, definitely. And I, it was a very cool house. I love the door in the front of it. I love the door in the basement. That was freaky. Yeah. You couldn't open the door unless somebody shot a gun at it that made the lights flicker. Well, I'm, I'm creeped out. I am not inviting my friend over to no. shoot at a door. Yeah, well, that, that won't open. You know, when they run across the door and have Jason there, he's like, um, oh, we can't get the door open. Here, hold on. Hold my beer. I got a shotgun. 
Because <laughs> he was already pretty drunk as it was, and he's like shooting the door with the shotgun. And I'm thinking, hmm, neighbor's not hearing that at all? See, I have questions about the neighbor guy. He kind of looked oh, at I Jillian when he went in the house. He's very friendly. Uh, I have questions about the neighbor. <laughs> a lot of questions about the neighbor. A lot of them. Like, do you know what's going on, sir? He kind of brought some stuff to that. He was asking uh, uh, Jill at one point in time about you know, if she believed that if some spaces are just special and have like special energy to them. There's a reason he's there. He's never met the owners of the house. He just rents uh-huh. from them. And Do they we were, think the neighbors actually really moved to Florida? No, we don't. Because they were like, they were old back then. You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think the neighbor are kind of gone-ish. I don't think they're there. Yeah, maybe they this maybe a door popped up at their house too. He definitely knows something that's going on. What it is, we don't know. But he's he's got some stuff going on there. We definitely know. Yeah, I don't trust him for anything. I, I think there's going to be a lot delivered with that character. I love his window, his big round window in his house. So I thought that was awesome. Oh, that's a cool window. I also love that he was really cool with three strangers popping up at his door at midnight and showing them his basement. Yeah. Yeah, it's the beginning of a murder horror show. I don't think I want to open a door. Yeah, I see. I, I love, I love him for that. He's a smart guy. Don't go outside. Now, one of the things I did like, well, I didn't like it actually because Ragnar really hated the music in the show. Ragnar's my dog, by the way, that we just got recently. And as soon as the music came on, he was like, "Dude, this is weird. I'm out," <laughs> and left the room. But one of the things I really liked about this was. Tom brings up the Mandela effect. Mm-hmm. So he's talking about the door in the basement that wasn't there, and he knows it wasn't there. Mom knows it wasn't there. So the Mandela effect is a symptom that people have that where they remember things that have changed in their in their childhood. Basically, it's the Mandela effect is based off of, do you remember Nelson Mandela dying in prison? Or do you remember him being let out? I thought he was let out. I remember him being let out. I totally remember him dying in prison and hearing about it. Yeah, because I rem- I remember when he got out. I think we've. I mean, the- I don't remember specifically the day it happened. Right. But I remember this big fanfare. Oh, Nelson Mandela is being released from prison finally after all these years of injustice, and he was out. Right, and I remember. Am I remembering wrong? No, no, you're okay. remembering right. I remember Nelson Mandela. And this big thing in the news of him dying in prison in the 90s. And that's what I remember. So I was like really taken back at one point in time when I found out he was still alive. <laughs> and there's a couple other things. It's one of these things that happens. Uh, if you look up the Mandela effect, it's like where people who have near-death experiences remember different things than other people. And hmm. during my time in the 90s, I had a few near-death experiences that happened. And I remember things a little bit differently than history played them out later on. Ooh, it's a weird like parallel thing. universe kind of stuff. Right. Basically, that's kind of like it. It's like you remember it, a different timeline. Right. The the man in uh, Tiananmen Square who stood in front of the the uh, the tank. Uh huh. Way back when, some people remember him getting run over and dying, and other people remember him. You know, the tanks moving out of the way. It's 
there was a couple of different things. It was like the Berenstein Bears versus Berenstein Bears, which is you know weird, but because yeah, they brought that up. Yeah, there are a couple things. Yeah, you did bring it up. There are a couple different things out there, and there are a few things that I remember in my life that are different than what happened. And they delve in the nineties and stuff like the late early nineties when I was in the Navy, when I had some things happen <laughs> that I mm-hmm. probably would have died from. And yeah. that's where it was. And they basically go with the whole fact of like, okay, you probably could have died there and just jumped into a different timeline. That's amazing. And it's amazing how the mind can trick itself. Right. And that too. So it may not have happened that way, but it's just one of those things. It's so I, what the mind knows now. And and I like the way they brought that up in the show, but it's, this is a, this is a door in your basement. <laughs> you know, it wasn't there. Other things you can kind of deal with, but this was a door that was not in your basement ever before. And your mom doesn't know it was there. So it's not there. <laughs> and I don't want to open it. I don't want Jason shooting at it. And yeah, it's the, the lights flashing as Jason was shooting at the door was effect of the house letting them in or something. I don't know. Like it feels like they were breaking into some kind of security. They were breaking through some kind of security system that they shouldn't have been breaking into. Like oh, wow. the door, if, if if there's a door suddenly in your basement and you can't get that door open for anything, there's a reason why you're not supposed to be trying to open that door. Oh, I agree. You should not be doing it. And then for there to be a second door, like my, one of my favorite parts is when they had the locksmith come down and he just left. He was shaking his head and he rolled out. Locksmith just said, nope, done. Right. <laughs> left. Like, could you imagine the stories the locksmith would be able to tell? Yeah. <laughs> But I see the hand on the door, like the handprint, and I'm like, um, handprint on the door. There you go. Key. That's how you do it. And that's what happens. I mean, she puts a handprint on the door and opens the door, and and look, there's uh, Prince Jack in there. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Ooh, so we had that whole thing. So we had the whole thing where we saw pictures from her childhood where she drew this character, Pretzel Jack. Right. That Tom brought up when they were talking. Mm-hmm. And so she gets super emotional at one point, and the lights kind of flicker when she's emotional, too. Right. You caught that? Oh, yes. I totally okay. caught that. Okay. So, mm, something weird's going on in this house. And when she opened the door, the lights flickered, and she lost her light. And that's, you know, when she finally found him standing in the corner, all Blair Witch style. Uh-huh. And then he turned around and freaked everybody out. Don't tell me you weren't freaked out by that, by him turning around and oh. running. I was. Absolutely was. And he does his weird run out the door. (laughs) So now we also have the issue between Jillian and Tom where she has some issues. Because Tom has some issues. Well, he has issues also, but Tom was making phone calls at night. Personally, I think he was just calling State Farm to get an insurance quote. Sure. No. Sure. So was he also talking to State Farm when they were at the hardware store? Could be. <laughs> I was just going off that commercial that cracked me. Up. Oh, I love that commercial. Is he wearing khakis? Um, yeah, but we find out that that's Sarah, who she ends up calling at one mm-hmm. point in time, and says that Sarah wants to get a restraining order if she has to. Is he he's showing up at her house? 
Well, she doesn't say. She just kind of hangs up. She goes, if I have to, I'm going to get a restraining order. And there is way more to that story than just a remodel. Oh, for sure. Like, he, he doesn't answer a question about whether or not there was a relationship no, between them or not. not at all. He just totally dodges that question. And but that, just, that was her answer. Right. And just says, I'm out. See you later. Like, how long has she been back in town? Like, when did they get married? I have questions. Yeah, I, I, the timeline seemed kind of weird. But as soon as he left, right, Pretzel Jack is in the background. Uh-huh. And Pretzel was, Jack is freaky. Well, she did follow him that one time, and I was trying to figure out who she was seeing, but it wasn't Sarah. But then we find out again as he goes back, and it's the second time. It's somebody totally different. What mm-hmm. is he up to? That's the question. What's he doing? Mm-hmm. Well, she went to go ask Jason that question, and Jason did not take that very kindly. Like, apparently, he is a good friend to his friend. Well, and she knows she had some issues, too, in her past, and she's, like, you know, blaming everything on. She's seeing mm-hmm. a therapist who, you know, may or may not be helping us because, you know, therapists in TV shows don't always work that way. Right. Yeah, it had uh, that guy, Steven, Steven Weber from Wings in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he also narrated some Stephen King books. Like, he has a great yeah. voice. He would be a great therapist for reals, just because his voice. Yes, definitely. It was pretty <laughs> cool. And I expect to see way more from him, so. Oh, he, he, he read it. Oh, oh, gotcha, gotcha. You should go listen to that version. It was okay. awesome. I'll have to do that. So, Jill goes over to see Jason. Who, yeah, we talked about he was taking up for his friend. And he seemed to be in the middle of a home remodel. But we also see that there's this hand that grabs a screwdriver off a table. Yeah. Because yeah. she was agitated. She was right. super agitated yeah, with she, him because he wasn't telling her the truth. Right. And she was agitated before when Tom was talking to her when he sh- when Prince Jack showed up in the background. Mm-hmm. However, and we had this really cool thing with the 24-hour sign going on. Mm. Ooh, I like that. And that was really nice. then all of a sudden it flashed off and all the lights changed. Again, we had to flicker our lights. It's a key thing. And Jack comes out and just stabs a lot of Jason a lot. Stab happy. Very stab there was, happy. There's a lot of stabbing going on. And like the sounds? Yeah. A lot of Ooh. stabby sounds. Until like, she, I, I love that when they did the effects in Butcher's Block, it was that again. Like, right. whoever is in charge of the sound over there, oh, my God, you freaked me out. It was just with the sounds. Right, until she said stop, and that's when he stopped. Yeah, after he stabbed him and stuck his face and hand together. Yeah, but, you know, <laughs> 19,000 times. And uh, yeah, it was it was that many times so for sure. basically, she controls him and is able to make it happen. Which is interesting because, you know, he does his little flips and then walks through the doorway and that's it. And that's how we end the show, which was kind of interesting. I don't know where things are going from here. No, I'm weirded out for sure. Like, uh, clowns can be creepy. Definitely. Uh, Especially when they can contort like that. Yeah. Even, yeah. I don't know what to think. Oh, no, I, I think this is going to be an excellent season. Oh, like, I know I'm, that. I'm creeped right the hell out. Yeah, I'm thinking about watching an episode in Stanley Hotel, but I don't know. You should do that. That would be cool, and you can let me know how that goes. I may do that. Okay. Well, if you aren't there already, head on over to purefandom.com. Check out some of the other killer articles posted there. You can check out some of our older podcasts for 
Van Helsing, Winona Earp, 12 Monkeys, Sirens, Magicians. Um, lots of stuff, guys. Lots of stuff. The other, all the other Channel Zero but shows there that are, we've done. What, 200? <laughs> yeah. We're almost at 200. We've done all the Channel Zero shows, so check those all out, too. If you have any thoughts or comments about this episode, like let us know what creeped you out the most and what your reaction would be if a door showed up. Like you'd you'd go in that door, wouldn't you? Right? Meh. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Probably. Could be. Yeah. Or you maybe brick over the door if you didn't want to give up the free house. Yeah, there's that. Yeah. So yeah, drop us a comment in the section below. Just let us know what you thought of the episode or hit us up on Twitter or Facebook or you can send us an email at bradandcourttalk at gmail.com. All right. Until next time. Oh, God. Until next time. Don't open the door. That's it for this episode. Head on over to purefandom.com for more awesome content.